Welcome to Mission in Action, the audio experience for Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. We are a nonprofit with a vision of an American society where Muslims and Jews are empowered to create lasting partnerships and engage in authentic communication and mutual cooperation. On this podcast, you'll find a mix of our keynotes, workshops, interviews, speeches, and other audio from events led by our team. This week's episode is from Newground's 2013 Spotlight Storytelling event. Our speaker is Iwari Diwes, and his story is entitled, Standing Up for Another is Standing Up for Yourself. We hope you enjoy. Okay, I'm gonna get us started. I was a sophomore in high school when everything started happening. I had just transferred back to University City High School, which is in St. Louis, Missouri. Before that, I was at a boarding school called Piney Woods. And the reason I transferred back was it was my first semester at that boarding school. I was moving to be closer with my dad and he passed over that winter break. So I came home to my home high school and I was able to resume everything just like I had never left. Pretty much the same classes I had planned on taking, I was able to take. So there was a transition period because I was ahead in some classes and I was behind in others. And there was one class particularly I was doing well in, and that was Algebra 2 with trigonometry. Now, my high school from home, it was 75% black and 25% white, but something I always noticed in my more advanced classes is that I was the only black kid. This was true when it came to Algebra 2. And there was an option for students. We were able to learn pre-calculus at the same time as Algebra 2 to move forward and take calculus. So me being the ambitious young man that I was, I decided that I wanted to take on this challenge. There were three other students, Mark, Ben, and Leah. Throughout the semester, we all worked with each other doing extra homework, we had extra tests, we even stayed after school, and we had an additional final exam, so it was like taking an extra class all by itself, crammed into half of a semester. So, as you can imagine, most of us, we, we did well and we passed the class. Me, Mark, and Leah, we all got C's and there was one guy, he got A's, but he liked to read the textbooks before school even started. So, after that, our teacher, she met with us individually and she told us whether she was going to recommend us to advance directly to calculus or not. And I remember when I had my meeting because it was crushing when she told me that she didn't think I should move forward. Now, after school, I met with my friends that were taking the class with me, and we talked about it. And even though I had had the same grade as two of my classmates, I was the only one who wasn't recommended to move forward. So I went back to the teacher and I asked her, why wasn't I allowed to move forward when we have the same grade? And she pointed to my grades in other classes and saying that because it seemed like I was falling behind taking the extra work, she didn't think it would be a good idea. So that day I went home and I did pretty much what any smart teenager would do at that time. I told my mom. Now my mom, I'm gonna tell you a little bit about her. She grew up in the 60s and she was a part of the whole civil rights movement as a Muslim and as a black person in this country. So she understood what discrimination was. And although it didn't cross my mind, she, she definitely had a talking with my teacher in which she told her that her decision smelled of prejudice. After that, we moved on to the guidance counselor because the guidance counselor was not allowed by law to prevent me from taking a class I had passed and qualified for, even though they were attempting to. 
finally, after a meeting with the principal, I was allowed to move on and I was on, able to take calculus. Today, that's helped my life as I graduated from USC with a mechanical engineering degree, and I use calculus in my work. You know, the funny thing about it is that, <laughs> thank you. The funny thing about it is as I wrote this story and I realized the effect it had on my life, I couldn't even remember the name of the teacher. So, but I did remember the lesson that I learned from my mother that day. And that is that standing up for another person is standing up for yourself. There is always somebody who needs your help. Standing up for another is standing up for your health, whether it's carried out in the open or in stealth. Standing up for another is sharing your wealth no matter what form it will be felt. No matter what hand you were dealt, you can stand up for another who needs to be helped. Standing up for another is being brave. It inspires others to join the wave. Standing up for another is what you should do if you witness discrimination in front of you. Standing up for another is, has its rewards in food for the soul as various as gourds. Standing up for another is seeing on upworthy.com by the score. Standing up for another is in news headlines reports. Standing up for another is a response for a call. Standing up for another will prevent them from their fall. Standing up for another can be big or small, and it is something that can be done for and by all. Thank you very much. Hi. I'm Aziza Hassan, the Executive Director of Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. Thank you for sharing your time with us today and for listening to this episode of our podcast. At Newground, we believe that conflict is natural and inevitable, yet not intractable, no matter the history. Being stuck is a choice. That's why we build relationships between Muslims and Jews so that they can transform their communities through lasting partnerships. If you'd like to learn more about our mission or support this podcast and Newground's work, please visit mjnewground.org. That's M for Muslim, J for Jew, newground.org. Or click on the link in the show notes. Thank you. Thank you.